0: We got a beautiful show. We got some beautiful hosts. We got a beautiful game. We got taste. We got some beautiful chats. We got some beautiful stats. And we won't stop talking. We won't give it a rest. And as a matter of fact, it's
1: time to get it off our chests. Cricket, cricket, cricket,
2: cricket, 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 cricket Hello folks cricket, and welcome cricket, cricket, to another episode of County Cricket Natters. Almost a full round of games, a little bit of rain on the Sunday. Well, a lot of rain in fact, not much cricket played on day four, but the first three days were fantastic. I'm Sam Dalling and with me as ever, I have the Queen of County Cricket, Annie Chave. How are you, Annie?
1: Very good thank you after uh, Somerset's fine fine win.
2: Well there we go we'll come on to that one later I didn't think it would take you long to get that (laughs) in Annie and safely back in London after a West Country venture of his home own he loves it down there in that flat in Bristol Mr Dan
0: Whiting morning Dan. Morning Sam morning everyone. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm, I'm enjoying my time in the West and uh, my cappuccino and sausage sandwich in a coffee shop in Clifton every morning. Uh, I'm missing it greatly. It's a bit <laughs> posh for you, Clifton, Dan, isn't it? Well, you know me, Sam. You know me. I'm a, I'm a man of many, many worlds. Well,
2: and well, delighted to introduce our very special guest this morning. He's a man who needs no introduction really, but I'm going to give him one anyway. He's done pretty much anything you can do in the game and he's been the voice of cricket for pretty much my entire life. Sorry to say that. Um, <laughs> Mr David Lloyd, Bumble, how are you? I'm, I'm very average, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> from
3: COVID. I've got long Covid, which takes about 12 weeks and it, it's been that sort of year really, but let's crack on. Lovely, lovely to see Dan and it sounds like He should be in a film, Once Upon a Time in the West.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Once Upon a Time indeed, he's there. All the time, he'll be moving down there sooner rather than later. But hey, we'll leave the West Country very briefly, I think, because we spent too much time there. This week already. We're going to go into Division 2 first, actually, because it's an exciting round of games and Derbyshire versus Glamorgan up at Derby. Wow, it was a real thriller. It went down to the last, well, the last 55 overs. Glamorgan set 330 to win. They had a really good go at it, fell up just short, ended up with a draw. There were runs for Aussies everywhere, minus Lavishane, Ryan side bottom, not that one. Took four despite the BBC website congratulating the former England bowler for <laughs> I, know, I, I sent him that message. <laughs> <laughs> he would have loved that. Uh, but Bumble, Brooke Guest came into the game with one first class hundred, left it with three of them. Not a bad day for the former Lancashire lad.
3: No, and, and it's a, a good story, anything like that. When a, a lad like Brooke Guest, he, he comes to, to Old Trafford and you look at what they had, a wicketkeeper batsman. Dame Villas is a fixture there. He's a wonderful captain and an international cricketer. Alex Davies was there before he moved on to Warwickshire. And then they had George Lavelle, who's another young wicketkeeper batsman. So and I think it's terrific that players can move to better themselves and to get a game. That's what he did. He went to, to Derbyshire and he'll work at his game. And when you're a young kid like that and Derbyshire say, yeah, come and play with us. They believe in you for a start, and so it's terrific when a, a young kid like him gets into a team, works his socks off, gets a double 200s in a game, he, he's going to feel great.
2: Yeah, he really will, and testament to Derbyshire putting faith in him. There were a few Derbyshire fans, when they moved him up to bat at three at the start of the season, thinking, oh, is he good enough? Well, he certainly started pretty well. What was the stat you were telling us, Annie, a bit earlier? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, yes, it's um, that he's the um, second Derbyshire wicketkeeper to score a century in each innings. Can you take a guess at the uh, first one? In I 1896.
0: 1896.
1: <laughs> I bet it wasn't Bob Taylor. <laughs> it's uh, Bill Storrs, apparently. There we go. Oh, and
2: Dan, we can't really mention Derbyshire without mentioning Sean Masood. He fell three runs short of Nick Compton's record for first-class runs, not counting Championship runs in April. But Compo batted thirteen times and it included a double hundred against Cardiff students. Masood batted six times, scored seven hundred and twelve runs in April. I mean, uh, superlatives. There's not. There's too many. Uh, there's too many. There's not enough superlatives for Shah Masood at the moment. Dan, is there?
0: Well, he's failed in this game. He only got a hundred runs in this game, so it's an absolute failure for him. But uh, <laughs> no, what what a player? What an overseas signing! And Mickey Arthur is a superb coach, and uh, going to Glamorgan as well. They'll be pleased with that result because they they got a trouncing by Middlesex the week before. And Matt Maynard's another superb coach, and he yeah. will have you know probably probably wouldn't have torn the, the paint off the dressing room wall because he's a calmer character than that but he'd have it'd uh, have not been happy with their performance against Middlesex and the Morgan have bounced back as well and both those sides i think will will have a say so in the in the division
2: yeah shaping up to be an interesting one let's talk about another side that might have a say so in the division which will bring a a huge smile to at least one of my co-hosts face Dan. Well, I start with Annie actually. I'll keep you waiting, Dan, for a bit. Annie Middlesex. Leicestershire put up a good fight, but wasn't it well, A Ben Mike 99 I've beaten him 4 15 in 7 overs in that first innings. They didn't bring him on until 97 overs into the innings. They missed a bit of a trick there, didn't they?
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, Ben Mike is he's, he's an interesting one, isn't he? He's um he's still quite young. Um and uh he's he's kind of um I mean, ninety nine not out is his best score so far. But he's always there, or you know, you, or last last season you always heard his name mentioned. He's he's he gets a few wickets, he gets a few runs, and he's a uh, he's a top player. Um, uh, he came right through the uh, Leicestershire academy as well, so um, great great news for him and for them. Really, I I think Leicestershire have got a really good one there.
2: Did you know his dad at all? Bumble Greg played for Knots for a bit. And and again, it's another
3: wonderful story that, you know, we're talking Division 2 in county cricket. And Annie's just said he is a young kid, a young lad, gets his best score, he gets wickets. He's come from the academy. He's part of the furniture. And what does he need? He needs county cricket to further his career. And we're going to hear this all through this 40 minutes or so. Young <laughs> players coming into the game, And having a bit of a wobble, we'll come on to Yorkshire a little bit. Harry Brooke couldn't buy a run last year. Done brilliantly this year. Harry Duke, the wicketkeeper. County cricket is absolutely vital for the development of cricketers. And it always has been. You're talking to some old fart here who played in 1965. It's never been any different. Here's this young kid from Accrington, 16 years of age. How could I play professional cricket For Lancashire. It's so simple.
1: Pay attention. (laughs) Thank you. We'll all applaud you there.
2: (laughs) Uh, You brief our guests so well, Annie, don't you? Yes, yes. (laughs) And go on, Dan, it's your turn. First hundred at home for Mark Stoneman. 2,000 school kids on the first day to watch Shaheen Shalafridi steam in. There were wickets as well for Tom Helm, who I think picked up an injury, but started the season really well. But go on, wax lyrical about Middlesex, Dan.
0: Yeah, well, Stoneman has been crucial because Middlesex's bowling has always been very good for the last few years. and People like Tim Murtagh and Ethan Bamber have carried it. But the batting was was failing regularly. Um, and Stoneman coming in was an absolutely superb signing. And they're just letting him do his own thing. I think he was told to warm up in different ways. And I think that England experience was possibly ruined him a little bit. Uh, and he was very good for England. He, he, I thought he had a very good tour down under a few years back. But his signing's superb. Shaheen Shahrafrihi is obviously, you know, world-class operator down at Division Two. And uh, it's good to see. But there's a long way to go yet. I'm not getting excited just yet. I'm not counting my chickens. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a great line,
3: Sam, about Mike Stormman. He, he's a tough cookie. He's a tough character. And when he played against Australia, he, he was asked in a, a, a media conference, will you be intimidated by the sledging that will go on in an Ashes series? And he looked completely nonplussed. He said, have you never played in the Northumberland League?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you,
3: um, left the, you left the Careys out. That was, a, I mean, yeah. the, the Careys as a young kid, opening the batting in April, gets 80. Mm-hmm. Yep. left him out, left him out. I, yeah, had, a little, I had a little sniff at that.
0: <laughs> we're starting to see strength in depth there with Middlesex as well. So when they do get injuries, so, you know, Tom Helms sort of out, uh, or he, as you said, he's in, picked up an injury. I don't know how long he's he's out for or the, the extent of the injury, but even if so, I think Middlesex have got the depth to cover, and you've got Tim Murta to come back into that side as well.
2: Luke Good to see Luke Holman playing as well, playing a spinner, and potentially two spinners next week at Hove with Tillan Walla walita
0: Possibly, possibly. Uh, Tillan's from Potter's Bar and he's uh, uh just got UK citizenship, having come over to the UK uh, as a refugee from the tsunami uh, many years ago. And he's had to wait his turn for citizenship, unjustly in my view, but uh, no, fantastic. And it'd be great to see Tillam from Potters Bar Cricket Club and Luke Holman from North Middlesex. So, two North London, South Hertfordshire lads.
1: Yeah, and I I was just going to say that um, Hanscom, um, your captain, obviously, is is still not really producing with the runs. But uh, I gather from uh, other people that he's a fantastic um, person to have around and that the um, players really, really like him. Um, So... It's, he's probably making positive inroads in the dressing room, at least.
0: Yeah, he is. And uh, John Simpson as well, final view. Sorry, Bamboo, gone.
1: But by that if
0: he's any good in the dressing room. He's got to be
3: good between them 22. <laughs> That's where he's got to be good. Yeah. Not in the dressing room. I've, I've been in dressing rooms where there's some real nasty pieces of work. In. I'm not bothered. Once you get over that line, he has to produce. He's an international cricketer, he's a batter. He's the captain. He has to produce.
2: What What do you think it could be, Bumble? Because he scores runs for fun in Australia. Is it that different coming over? How is it? What do you need to do to adapt? Well, you need a, a solid
3: defence in England against the duke ball, especially in April. We've done really well with the weather. And it, it's coping with the conditions. And the conditions are the difference of pitches, uh, atmosphere, and in particular, the ball.
0: Yeah, a little mention there for John Simpson, who... Uh, Another 70-odd for him as well. He's averaging just over 100 now. And he's uh, from your neck of the woods. He played against his dad, Jack, many a time, didn't you, Bumble? Yeah, Jack, that'd be at Ramsbottom, wouldn't it, Jack yep. Simpson. Yep. Yeah. yeah, good family. Lovely family. Big yeah. Rugby
2: League family, weren't they? Did they? Did granddad play International Rugby League or something like that?
0: Both John's parents played Rugby League for Great Britain and Jack played uh, lacrosse for Great Britain. So, uh, yeah, they're a real sporting family. That's a flipping game, lacrosse, isn't it? <laughs>
3: it? I mean, what's the what are the rules for that? Have you? I, I think for a start, you need a stiff drink before you start.
0: <laughs> I, I look on it as a sort of cross between, uh, you know, tennis and and carp fishing because you've got that big net that you catch the ball in, don't you?
3: I've, I've been watching recently, I've been watching, as I, I do, I get upstairs and I put YouTube on, I watch Billy Connolly, and with <laughs> the with Winter Olympics, he does an absolute routine on curling, he said it's he an Olympic sport now, it started off with some piss people in Glasgow going outside with hoovers, he said now they've got brushes, he said they go out with a brush, not a hoover, it is a fantastic routine. Oh, I to have to look at that. Oh, Billy Connolly. Curling. Hurling. No, curling. That's it, curling. I mean, curling, look, curling hurling's in Ireland, isn't it? I yeah. mean, what what a game that is. There's no boundary. In fact, oh. the crowd
2: can score. The crowd <laughs> can score over the post. <laughs> oh, right. Get that in the show notes. Billy Connolly, curling. <laughs> uh, let, let us head to Trent Bridge where. It's fair to say the title favourites Nottinghamshire operate. And they won by five wickets. Stuart Broad upstaged on the first day. Everyone went to watch him and the great Dane, Dane Patterson, 8 for 52. He finished with 10 wickets in the match. Ed Barnard, a heroic 163 not out for Worcestershire. Career best. More runs, a few runs for Hasiba Mead. Broad picked up four in the second innings, as did Luke Fletcher, friend of the show. Ben Duckett as well made 50. Bumble for him. His last five innings, 104 half-centuries. He's been in and around that England setup before. Possibility of another chance under Rob Key for him?
3: Not with half-centuries. You, you've got to get centuries. You've got to get big scores. Um, Joe Clark, as well, He's another eye-catching player. They've got to get big hundreds. It's as simple as that. And he'll be kicking himself, will Ben Duckett, that he's got the starts. He's got 100. He'd every opportunity, we'd be talking now if he'd have got three centuries, he'd be knocking on the door because they're going to need a number
2: three. And Dan, Ed Barnard, every time, I mean, he's still quite young. Every time I see his name, it's with at least 80-odd next to it and picks up a few wickets. There's a decent, well, I say a decent all-rounder in the making. There's already a decent all-rounder there, isn't there?
0: Yeah, he's a wonderful player. He's the best thing to come out of Shrewsbury since the pop band power, And he really was the heart and soul of that innings. But uh, he was left high and dry with not out. So he was only the lonely as Worcestershire's hopes were just China in your hand.
1: Oh, God. Good
0: grief. Good
2: grief.
1: I'm really
2: sorry about Sorry, no, right. It's not new, Bumble, it's every week. Right? The music every week.
1: references. Uh, Annie, good to see Stuart Broad back playing again as it well. It is, isn't it? About bloody time, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, aren't fast bowlers supposed to just keep bowling? <laughs> that not that what they want to do? I don't know, Bumble, what's your thoughts on not, not playing Broad and, and Anderson to start with?
3: I, I think you've got to manage it. I think mm. you've got to you know, look after mm. them in a, a certain aspect, but also, to talk to them. I, I'm going back to when we sort of dealt with and worked alongside Angus Fraser. Angus would want to bowl. Andy Caddick would want to bowl. I need to bowl. I need to. And the one word that they kept saying was rhythm. Now, I watched Jimmy Anderson last week and his first spell, he had no rhythm and he gradually got into the game. But I think the medics are, are keeping petrol in the tank. Um, it, it's, it, it's a real good talking point. As to how you manage fast bowlers, because, I mean, they are the engine of the team that you've got to take 20 wickets and they're vital to it. And so you don't want fast bowlers running on empty, but you've got to take into consideration what they think that I think the fast bowlers that I've had any dealings with will be dead honest and say, I actually need to bowl or I actually I could do with the rest.
2: It's finding that balance, isn't it, in early April? But not knots have got a wonderful seam attack, though, haven't they? With with Fletcher and Patterson, um, Patterson, Pattinson, Brett Hutton's still there, I think. It's a good balance league because they've got they can afford to rest and rotate a bit like Lanks really, Bumble, because they've got a fine pace attack.
3: Yeah, it, I mean it's a, a strong season. It's a demanding season, so you've got to have a number of players who can slot in. It's, it's almost like you know Premier League football or, or football, professional football. A manager will leave a player out uh, because he wants to get him ready for the next game. And so cricket is heading uh, along those lines. But I, I've noted that there are a number of teams, quite a number of teams, have got good backup. And you need it. You're going to need good backup uh, to interchange your players.
2: Well, speaking of backup, a man who can't even get on... In the Essex side, who I saw went on loan to Sussex down at Hove this week. I thought it was a really good signing. Aaron Beard, three wickets for him on his debut. Another drawn game down there at Hove. Durham batted first, 2-2-3. Young Lim Travaskis made 83. Then Sussex's turn. Chetiswa Pajara, 203. So he's gone 201 not out, 109, 203. What a signing he's been so far. Durham, second up, made 3-6-4 for three. Sean Dixon, 186 and hundred. For Alex Lees. Bumble, have you seen much of Pajaro? Have you done a bit of test commentary with him? He's a, well, I mean, what a signing. Is it always good to have people dominating like that in the second division? Well, I'm
3: just coming back to a previous conversation with Ben Duckey. One century, 350s. Now you get a world-class player, Pajara. Now it's my turn. And I'm not going to get 50. I'm not going to get 100. I'm here for the long haul. I'm going to get 200. And that's the education of the player. Once you get in and the conditions are favourable, you do not get out. I think he's a fabulous player. Mm-hmm. There's some wonderful players very recently uh, have come from India. And he's one of them. He is he, a batsman. He, he loves batting. You get a lot of people like that. Tendulkar was similar. Gavaska was the same. Just loves batting.
0: You speak about good defence, Bumble, and Pajara's got a wonderful, wonderful defence. And, and you know from batting in the top of the order, you know, against the New Cherry, sometimes you've got one with your name on it. If the ball nips about and you're going to get your low scores. So when you get in, like Pajara, you've got to go big. And he does.
3: Well, I, I mentioned that I've been around a long time. All the great players that I've seen, are my three, three that I've put... Stellar players are Gary Sobers, Viv Richards and Brian Lara. Explosive players, really explosive players. But they could defend. They knew when I inevitably talk about two potential England players at the top of the innings, Hamid and Crawley. They've got to defend better. You have to have a defence and a rock-solid defence. And it's a basic principle, particularly of opening the batting, that you defend up the pitch. You defend up the pitch. you defend in your body width. I'm going to mention a name, Ken Barrington, who was one of England's great batsmen, middle order. He said you do not defend outside of your body width. And so that means that every time you need to defend, you defend up the pitch, not outside off stump, because you're just going to nick it.
2: Speaking of defences, I mean, Alex Lees is a man who's shown he sure. can back time. He's, a, he's incumbent England opener, 100 for him. He started the season in the side, I think he had a little bit of an injury come back. Would you come June for that New Zealand game? Would you be having Alex Lees at the top of the order?
3: Yeah, yeah, I would because, you know, there's not that many knocking around. And so if he's scored a century and he's going to come back into Durham side and score runs, he's the man in possession. And I should think
2: that that they'll stick with him. He's got to score. They all any any one of them get runs, you've a chance. Yeah, absolutely. And Annie, I know you've got that soft spot for Sussex. They had such an issue with bowlers. They had Grant Stewart on loan, but then he got called straight oh. back. But hey, Grant'sy Aaron Beard, who is so he's behind Porter and Cook and Snater at Essex. He's got a bit more pace. Beard, he's a good player, and also Mason Crane signed on loan as well.
1: Yeah, I think he's just for a month, isn't he, or something? um Great. Oh, they, re- they really did need it, didn't they? Because they were um, slightly short of bowlers suddenly. But they're not short of batters, that's for sure. So it's good to see. Good to see Sussex sort of uh, in there, in the mix. And um, I, um, yeah, a great game. Great game. Bit of a draw, but...
2: <laughs> a bit of a draw. A bit of a draw, indeed. Well, <laughs> speaking of great games then, Annie, why don't we go up into to oh, Division yeah. 1. Somerset. Seven defeats on the spin, Bumble. We should let you into. I mean, you probably know Annie's of a Somerset persuasion. I am too, so we tend to, but perhaps gone for too long about Somerset. But a victory, an innings and eighty-two runs. Will Rhodes won the toss, and from there on, he put Somerset in, and then everything just went Somerset's way. Matt, Shaw, Matt Renshaw made one hundred and twenty-nine. Taunton's triptych of Toms, Banton, Abel, and Lammanby. All made fifties, Hannah Dolby got Pfeiffer, but Warwickshire were just blown away twice and four for on the final afternoon by Jack Brooks. It was absolutely wonderful. But you were there a few days, Annie. What did what did you enjoy about it?
1: Oh, what didn't I enjoy about it? Um it was just really, really good to see um some solid batting at the at the top order um, great to great to see um, Matt Renshaws innings which was very 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 nice to watch um, and strong bowling I mean we bowled well I you know when we got all that those runs I thought well you know it's obviously a really good pitch and we you know we're, we're, it's gonna be a draw but we really we, we skittled them out um, twice uh, and uh, it was just a really, really a joy to watch Somerset look so together. I got a big hug from Steve Kirby at the end of the day because uh, uh, he was just delighted. and uh, So I, I'm really, really pleased with Somerset. Of course I am. Yeah,
2: It was from the very start, just the way him and Renshaw and Lambert, the way they ran between the wickets, they left not a single run out there. It was just tempo and tone. And there was one point, Sam Haynes does get caught down the leg side a bit and Renshaw... Had a word with Tom Abel, and they put a man in a short square leg. And about three balls later, Hayne just pulled one straight at him, and it was just like, well, you know, everything is going away. And Dan, your old mate Jack Brooks, you know, a couple of wi- couple <laughs> of winters ago, he had one working limb after all those operations. But you should have seen the celebrations when he took the wickets Oh, was
1: running all reeling around, the, around the
2: Somerset stand. Great to see him in the wickets.
0: He's a wonderful man, and only Imran Tahir has better celebrations in the game. But Jack Brooks has been through a lot. He had two Achilles, both Achilles operated on a couple of years ago, and he, he also had a thumb injury as well. And Somerset fans haven't seen the best of Jack Brooks, and he's, uh, he's still got it. He's back, and I think uh, this year you'll see the real Jack Brooks because he's a man who who sort of spearheaded Yorkshire to a couple of titles a few years ago and he knows what it's like to win a county championship
1: yeah he did say just before the season started to me he said uh, I'm I'm firing on all cylinders now I'm fit and I'm I'm gonna do well so it's great to see
2: he said to me after the game yesterday I had a quick word he said yeah I felt a bit like the tin man this morning getting up feeling a little bit stiff (laughs) one of my toes is hanging up I said oh good what are you gonna feel like on Sunday and he went oh C3PO maybe um who knows um and Bumble and Warwickshire, well, county champions, we know the quality they've got. Just one of those games that they have to put behind them. But Don Sibley at the top of the order, I know what you're going to say because he hasn't been getting hundreds, but it was brave of him not to go on that Lions tour, do you think?
3: Well, you, you need a technique, Dom Sibley. You look at the two that England used for some time, Burns and Sibley. You need a defensive technique. I'm going into it again. You need a solid defence at the top of the innings uh, to stand properly grip the bat properly and so I've heard that he's working on technique and trying to improve it, as it should do but I would just make comment not criticism I would, I'm, I'm just making comment here because I've, I've done so much and I've been involved with young players and coaching if, if you look at a golf player who would say alongside his coaches this isn't working now, I need to do something better. They will dismantle and start again. And I think that that's them two lads that I've mentioned, Sibley and Burns, they must know that at international level, that doesn't work. And so you have to come up with something different. And I'm sure that they'd both be working on it. But that victory for Somerset it is a hell of a victory because uh, Warwickshire is county champions... And they're a good side. They're a rock-solid team. And Somerset having had a bit of a wobble to come back so strongly, and again, we're talking county cricket, That—that that is one of the great clubs, one of the greatest ever clubs. And it's, it's so fortunate, and Annie will understand this, that it's right in the centre of Taunton. Ugh. You just walk there, you walk to the pub, you walk to this, you walk to that. It is a fantastic cricket ground with yeah. good support. Good support. I mean, they've all got two heads and six fingers on that scrumpy. They get that scrumpy. Good grief.
1: (laughs) It's funny you should say that about the centre because I was um, with Vic Marks on um, the Friday and uh, he he said exactly the same thing. He said it's so important that it's in the centre of town Um, and absolutely right. Perfect for it's me, so ideal. It's ideal.
2: I can I can come out of London for the weekend. Mum and Dad are about five minutes from the station, and the county grounds another two minutes down the road. It's glorious. Mm. Um, can I can I just tell you a Somerset <laughs> tale? When when I was umpiring, <laughs> when I was umpiring, and I'm
3: I'm at the River Torn I'm at that, and it's not a big hit from that end. And Richards is batting. I.V.A. Richards is batting, and they're playing Glamorgan. And he always loved the chat. Viv was so amiable. He'd come to your end and he'd have a chat. And he just said to me, and he, he, didn't, he didn't call you umpire or anything. He said, Bumble, he said, have you seen who they're bringing on? I said, no, who they're bringing on? He said, they're bringing on Tong Nov. Oh, well, I said, right. He said, I'm going to hit him into the river regularly. <laughs> and he got, and I umpired this game. He got, a you look, you know, I think he got 148 deliveries. <laughs> And I needed a rub down at half time for, for giving six. There's another six, there's a four, there's a six. Yeah. He, he, was, he said, look
2: who they're bringing on. He must be mad. <laughs> oh, I'll try and find it. Before we move on on that one, Bubba, I wanted to ask you about something you said a second ago. As a coach, I mean you've coached England, so you coached at the highest level. How how do you go about and how easy is it? To take a player's technique apart for the player who, who've been playing, it's worked for them all the way through all the levels. They've had such success; they're maybe thirty years old. How do you start again? What? How do you approach that?
3: Well, we we had no time back in the nineties or or coaches prior to to that because there were no England contracts. But now with England contracts, I think they've every chance that they can work individually and. With all the video stuff that they've got, they can work individually with a number of people to get the technique back on track. And so, you know, it's a, a totally different era when mm-hmm. it was a massive game changer when central contracts came in. Um, because it, all it was really when you played for England prior to that is that, oh, I've been selected. You've got a letter asking you, would you like to play? Yes, I would, actually. Thanks <laughs> so much. Um and- were a, you were a county player with a bit of icing on the cake that I actually play for England as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, but uh, right. perfect. Let's move on because we've got four draws still to talk about and maybe twenty minutes left. So where shall we go first, Dan? Why don't we come to you because you were at Gloucester on what was presumably a road, but why not tell us all about the three days you had there?
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I've fallen in love with Gloucestershire County Cricket Club. As you know, I'm a middle sex man, but I feel like I'm cheating on my wife. Many people have a midlife crisis. Some people have a new wardrobe. Some people get a motorbike or a sports car. I've chosen Gloucestershire County Cricket Club, and it's they're a wonderful, wonderful club. But I only saw twelve wickets over three days, and three of those were in the first hour. And Jamie Smith really impressed me for Surrey. Ollie Pope is the guy who's who's the eye catching. Pleasing on the eye. Jamie Smith is just as pretty. He really is. He's a, a wonderful player. But the guy I really, really want to talk about, Marcus Harris, is a wonderful overseas signing, but Chris Dent. And if anyone epitomized Bristol, it's Chris Dent with the long hair, the tattoos. I think Ed Seaborn described him as possibly looking like he owns an independent coffee shop in Bristol. I'd go a stage further. I'd sort of see him weaving up and down the Gloucester Road on one of those electric scooters they've got there. So, uh, but no, he's a wonderful guy. And there was a moment as he walked off the pitch, having batted all day on Saturday evening, where his kids ran up to him. And that really epitomises Gloucestershire. It's uh, sort of the whole family are in it together. The players, the supporters, the whole staff. And it's it's a lovely, lovely cricket club. But uh, unfortunately, it wasn't the best game because I think the pitch ruined it a little bit. Not ruined it, but... Sometimes when it's so loaded in favour of the batsman, it can be a, a, you know, a boring draw. But it made me work as a commentator anyway.
2: Yeah. Past 10,000 first-class runs in that innings. Chris Dent, 1900s, sixty fifties. 50s. Bit unlucky, given everyone else has had a go, Bumble. Dent's record stands up uh, to scrutiny. Could he have, or should he have been given a go at the Test side? I just want to ask, Annie,
3: a question. that the I think the... Uh, performance director at Gloucestershire was at Somerset. Steve
2: Snell.
3: Right. I was in the lift with him at Old Trafford last week. I did the game um, Lancashire versus Gloucestershire. And he he was in and he bemoaned the fact he said our batsmen he said on a pitch like that a test match pitch at Old Trafford they've done the hard work against us and Ali and against Jimmy Anderson and Mahmood he said they've got 50s they've got pretty scores And got out. He said, why is it? I said, concentration. He said, I'm going to hammer that about concentration. So the week after, and Chris Dent handled Anderson and Assam really well. He didn't get a lot of runs. He got a few, but at Old Trafford, you've got to get big hundreds. And so next time round, he gets a double hundred. And I thought he looked a very comfortable player in defence. Now, if you've got a defence, you've got an attack as well. Mm. So, I, I'm not. I'm not saying he would have played for England, but I thought that he played very well in spasms at Old Trafford and should have got a lot more runs. And I'm delighted that he's just got a double hundred because he looks the part.
0: Mm. We had a wonderful bit of TV actually there with Christen's grandmother, who looks after his dog Simba. He's got a Rhodesian Ridgeback, and. Uh, we we had her when he was in the 90s. She was clasping her hands, praying that he got the hundred, and we got that on the stream. And the stream is, uh, you know, been a, a roaring success. There we had over a quarter of a million viewers for the Yorkshire game, and we had uh, nearly 200,000 in the three days uh, for the, for the Surrey game. And and the streams around the counties are crucial to the county championship. And the, the the interest in there and Bumble, you're working on Lancashire, and you've got a good one there, haven't you? It, it's it, it's I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm there this week.
3: Uh, we start on Thursday again, and the game against Gloucestershire was a fantastic advert for county cricket. Some proper players, an international attack from Lancashire uh, on a, a great pitch. They had to work hard. Uh, for the victory, which you usually have to at Old Trafford. But I just want to pick up on something that you've said about a a Rhodesian Ridgeback. One one turned up at our house yesterday, Janet Bairstock. Johnny's mum turned up at our house yesterday with Henry. Now, I've got two puppy fox terriers, and I can't find them this morning. I reckon (laughs) these. They turned up yesterday. Janet turned up and she was in great form. She was in fabulous form. We had a good couple of hours.
0: Uh-oh. One final thing, uh, Marcus Harris, Bumble. You talk about openers playing under their heads and not away from their body. And Marcus Harris is just—he knows his game. He's got that little one that he works off the body into the on side, which is his get-out shot. That's his single. But some of his cover driving is an absolute joy to watch. And he's gone 170, 100. And one an overseas signing he looks like. Ben. Yeah, yeah. And
3: again, just I loved watching him. You could tell that for him, he had his game head on at Old Trafford. Anderson, Mahmood, Arsenali. You know, that, that was a great innings for him. And he thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was one to him, one to Anderson. Uh, you know, I, I love these matchups that you, you you can tell that this is a bit of a private contest. Come on, I've got your number. No, you've not. And uh, you know, it, it's it's just wonderful to see so many uh, the, that Shah What a signing he is! He looks amazing. Oh, There's some wonderful, wonderful players in county cricket at the minute. I just want
1: to have a quick uh, word about Surrey because. Um... We haven't mentioned them a whole lot. Um, I I think they are looking really, really supreme. There, there's so many good players in their team. I was looking through all the, the, their four games, and, I mean, there's so many different people that have had, uh, you yeah, know, Folks has had a good inning. That that Jamie Smith. Then um, we've had uh, some lots of lots of really good bowling um, with Topley and Jamie Overton doing well and Clark. It, they they seem like a team that have really got um, so many things covered.
2: Yeah, they have. And you look at like Jamie Smith. He wasn't in the side. He was left out last week, and this week they missed out Jamie. O- left out Jamie Overton,
0: so they've just got that depth. down. Mm. yeah. We saw Surrey use their fourth choice wicketkeeper in that game. Uh, we saw. Ben Folkes pulled out with an injury. I think it was his collision with Goverton in the game against Somerset, uh, where he's a little bit sore from that. So Jamie Smith wasn't even in the squad and came in and got a double hundred. Uh, but he, I think, pulled a hammy batting, so he didn't keep. Ollie Pope then took the gloves. Apparently there was a, an edit from England who wouldn't let him keep wicket, so they pulled up Josh Blake, who's their fourth choice wicketkeeper. And he came in and, and took the gloves there. But uh, Surrey, were, Surrey were very good. And I thought the way they handled themselves, we had Gareth Batty on the show last week. And I had a good chat with Gareth. And he speaks very positively about county cricket. And Amaverde, I had a really nice chat with him. And uh, what a lad and what an ambassador for the game he's going to be. Yeah, he can't get in the side. Moriarty can't get in the side. Uh
2: Burns used to keep as well, so maybe Blake was even their fifth choice. Um, let's move on because we've got to get a couple of games to rattle through. Yeah, just a very quick one a bit of intrigue there. Who,
3: who at England said Ollie Pope couldn't keep wicket? Who's in charge of that then?
0: I don't know. It's just what we heard, but uh, is he cent- he's centrally contracted? Isn't he, Ollie Pope? So yeah, but uh, who's, making who, who, who? <laughs> who's making the decision? Who? Who's making the decision? Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> Tom Harrison. Yes. <laughs> Oh, wow. Right, let's move on. Um, let's, let's go to Lancashire. Well, we're going to go actually down to the south coast to the Aegeus Bowl. A draw there. Final day. It could have been quite exciting. Lancashire needed 342 to win with 10 wickets left. Alas, it was rained off. We talked about all these overseas players. Five for Hassan Ali. Jimmy got three for as well. A couple of hundreds for Nick Gubbins. So I'll we'll ask Dan about that in a second but Bumble Langs have started well I want to ask you A about Phil Salt. decent red ball start he's one of those cricketers that most people have pigeoned as a white ball player but he himself has said he really wants to play red ball and tell us a bit more about Josh Bahannon as well is he ready for test cricket?
3: Well he's a nailed on number three and uh, last week I got me Mystic Meg I I said we'll do Mystic Meg here I've got my crystal ball because Mystic Meg I think originally was from Accrington And I said, Mystic Meg, he's saying that Josh Bahannon, Josh Bahannon, (laughs) Josh Bahannon will play international cricket this year. So he gets a double hundred. He's a proper cookie. He's this lad. He's a tiny little lad. He doesn't take any mess from anybody. He's got a great character. I'll give you one thing I know about Rob Key. One thing I know about Rob Key. He wants strong
2: characters. Enough said. (laughs) And Dan, your boy, or your former boy, Nick Gubbins, was probably pretty close to an England call-up that time And Middlesex won the championship. Uh, Not scored many runs since, but that move to Hampshire, early days, but 200 in a game. Can't argue with that.
0: Yeah, sometimes you need a, a move to rejuvenate your career, don't you? And Gubbins... Uh, looks like he's he's going to do that and uh, the pitches down there will suit him as well he's he's a good player he plays straight and uh, again as we went back to he plays under his head he's he's unfussy and he he plays within his comfort zone and he's uh he's a well organized cricketer and do you think he will look at players like that we talked a bit about uh,
2: the Ben Brown interview a few weeks ago, which said, "Actually, what's wrong with pe- picking people who are 28, 29, 30, who know their game?" And the number of Test England play in a year these days—you get picked at thirty and play for five years. You've got sixty Test caps.
0: No, I, w- I would go uh, to the younger group actually. I think there are a group of younger guys, as Bumble just said. Josh Bohannon's one. Uh, I what I saw from Jamie Smith. I think he's worth a go at twenty-one. James Bracey at twenty-four. And Harry Brook at 23, I think they're all all the next group. And I think if we're having a red ball reset, that's the way we go. Well, let's stick on Harry Brook, though, because we'll move to that draw up at Headingley.
2: Uh, So I got down to the final afternoon and Kent, well, Yorkshire were denied the chance to chase 114 in 21 overs by bad light. But I mean, bad light is bad light, right? You can't just ignore it just because there's a chase on, Annie.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those difficult ones, isn't it? I mean, people are always saying cricket's shooting itself in its in the foot for not um for you know, for being so rigid about these things. But um I guess they're set for a reason for health and safety. But, you know, floodlights, um we have floodlights now, we there are different things going on. I I it's one of those ones I think needs to be looked at.
2: A couple of hundreds in the game. Well, no, 100 for Daniel Bell Drummond, so two in two for him. But a big 100. David Milan, a big 100, 152, but 194 for Harry Brook. He went around and played a few of the different franchise tournaments, had a bit of a lean time of it. And I think, as admitted himself, perhaps he got uh, put too much into those rather than concentrating on his Red ball cricket. But Bumble, he's bounced back with aplomb this year, hasn't he? Yeah,
3: he's one of these younger players that will need to score runs he's coming back after a bit of a wobble his, his white ball cricket was excellent um, but he lost that ability to defend now he's got that back you know I'm, I'm like a long playing record that, that county cricket and red ball cricket develops cricketers and you're learning on the hoof all the time for all these young guys that Dan has mentioned there you, you've got to have a defence you've got to score big runs what will Rob Key do well Rob Key's got a fair amount to do really in in that he's got to appoint a coach and a coaching staff um, that is suitable for the captain, Ben Stokes, um, and they'll need selectors who are strong to fit characters. Rob Key will give that directive to whoever selectors are. I want strong characters, and he'll want them that score runs and take wickets, and then you've got a team.
2: Where would you go with the? Are you, are you picking guys who are 22, 23, or are you potentially looking at guys that have been around and, and got 10,000 first class runs and are maybe 28, 29, or do you find a balance?
3: Well, Michael Hussey didn't play until he was 29. I think that's um, a, a good yardstick. If the scoring runs and you just know a player, you know, if you're in that capacity as a selector, or an observer, or a scout, you can see a player. I saw one last week in Chris Dent. I thought, this lad looks really organised. How old is he? And I, I think he might be 31. Um, that might be a bit too late. Um, but that's the type of player. Is he organised? Has he got a good character? Can he score runs? And then you look at the bowlers as well. Are they fit? Are they strong? You know, we, t- we haven't talked about Ollie Robinson. Who, who that, I mean, extraordinary. The stuff that came out, that the lad wasn't fit I, mean, I just don't get that you have to be fit
2: What did you think of that John Lewis coming out and basically said, almost I'm paraphrasing but saying he's not fit enough to play a test match was Lewis right to say that should he have protected his player a bit more but as you say it's not good enough if you're playing test cricket and you're not fit enough to play five days I mean how you can be one of Wisdom's five cricketers of the year I don't know but that's another thing Well I, I mean I'm
3: outside looking in um, but tough love sometimes a bit of tough love doesn't go amiss he number one he's a fantastic bowler should have a great career in front of him he reminds me of Hazelwood and a bit of Cummings he's not got Cummings pace but strong action but I know that the work that I've done over the last couple of years it's been apparent that the number of people would say that His
2: third spell is way, way down on pace. Well, you you can't do that. You just can't. Dan, finally, a word on a man whose third spell, fourth spell, fifth spell is still going to be magnificent. He set up what was the potential chase. Stephen Patterson, five for 54. But it looked, going into the final session, as if Kent were going to get a draw. They then four wickets fell in the space of 24 balls. He got three of them. What a servant he's been to
0: Yorkshire. Oh, wonderful. 18 years he's been at Yorkshire and he's skippering now. He's won county championships there and he's he's a wonderful, wonderful player. I just want to go back to uh, what Bumble said there as well about sort the third spell because that is crucial. And We saw Mohamed Amir at Gloucestershire couldn't come back for that third spell. He hasn't played Red Bull cricket for three years. And there's a difference between being fit and cricket fit. And someone like Steve Patterson still goes on at 38, doesn't he? And he bowls all day. He might not have the pace, but he's there. He's on the money and he doesn't bowl any rubbish. No, uh, he certainly
2: doesn't. Uh, fine record. He's got, right, finally, down to Chelmsford. A draw between Essex and Northants. Now, Essex showed some fight. Not Things aren't quite right down there at the moment. I think eight directors resigned from the board. This week, but let, let's talk about Northants first because they were brilliant. And to be honest, they'll be ruining a missed opportunity because they made 390. Then they had Essex 83 for eight. Shane Snater's career best rescued them. Then they had following on. They had Essex 58 for free. Paul Walter 93 for him. But let's talk about Northants first. Bumble, I want to ask you first. Luke Proctor 113 for a former Lancs man. He's a gritty, gutsy cricketer, isn't he? Yeah, he's a no-nonsense player, and he's made himself into a top-order
3: player. When you can think, when he left Lance, he'd be round about number seven, number eight. And he bowled off sort of the wrong foot. Now, he's remedied that. He, he bowls in a proper manner, if he, if that's the right phrase. I know there's been some wonderful bowlers, Mike Proctor, who bowled off the wrong foot. But Luke Proctor has reinvented his game. He's worked hard. He's got a second chance and gets a century at number four.
2: Yeah, fantastic to see. And Dan, on you, a word on North because I know you've got a soft spot and, well, Will Young got run, so I'm sure there's a pun for you in there somewhere that you've got prepared. The, the evergreen Will Young or something like that. Um, and, and Essex as well. I mean, Shane State is performing, but they're just not having an easy time of it. They beat Somerset by one wicket and you thought, OK, don't rule them out. Then they got thrashed by Warwickshire and they were behind the eight ball for most of this game.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm punned out. I've you know used all my Will Young puns last season, and uh, all my Matthew Kelly stars in our eyes Hooray, puns. we did it. This <laughs> <laughs> we so, pumped uh, him out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm out punned. But going back to your point, Essex, uh, I think it's too early to write them off. It's a long season, and uh, they are still going to be up there at the end of the year. So uh, don't write them off just yet. Yeah. Right? Well, Harmers
1: not Harmers not um, getting wickets at the moment. Uh, I think that's a, that's an odd one for them, and uh, yeah, they just don't don't seem to be firing all, all cinders at all, do they? And and Cook's not um, not getting the runs either. So something's not right in Essex.
2: No, but something is right in that Paul Walters back in the side. I love him as a, yeah. a cricketer, a huge tall man. Right, that's it. That does us for. We've done Division One. We've done division two. What more can we say? Annie, do you want to take us out?
1: Yeah, it's been an absolute delight to have you bumble on the show again. Um, we'll be asking you next season, of course, as well. And I hope you, uh, I hope you start to feel a little bit better. But I think I've had loads of lovely um, uh, comments from lots of people saying how wonderful it is having you on the Lancashire um, live stream, and and uh, it's it's been brilliant having you. Uh, advocating county cricket for us. So uh, thank you, Bumble.
3: I've enjoyed it. Lovely. I'm looking forward to this Thursday back at Old Trafford again. It'll be a proper pitch. There'll be some proper players and it'll be proper county
0: cricket. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thanks as ever to Sam and a very hungry Dan. Yes, (laughs)
0: thank thank you Annie Our Lady of the Counties
1: (laughs) Uh, And uh, we'll see you again next week uh, For another round of County Championship Cricket Hooray!
0: We got some beautiful chats We got some beautiful stats And we won't stop talking We won't give it a rest And as a matter
1: of fact it's time to get it off our chests. Cricket, 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 cricket,
3: cricket,
0: cricket, cricket, cricket,